I was at Trafficking Inversion Summit uh, last week, and I had some really powerful lessons I learned from people on the street. It was right downtown, so I was interacting with different people and all sorts of interesting people that live in downtowns, selling legitimate stuff, selling illegitimate stuff, flowers, CDs, bracelets, asking for money, etc. And today I'm going to tell you three different stories of three different lessons I learned from the mean streets of downtown San Diego in the Gas Lamp District. I'll see you there. Want to know what it really takes to build a thriving, profitable business from the ground up? Hey, I'm your host, Cody Birch, and this is the Cody Builds a Business Podcast, your unfiltered front row seat to watching me build a seven-figure online business from scratch or die trying. Let's get started. All right, so this first story, my wife and I were at two different places. We were both in San Diego, but two different events. So we met up for dessert after we had our separate business dinners. And we're walking back towards the hotel. And a woman approached us on the street while we were waiting for the light to turn green so we could walk, or that light to turn white, I guess, so we could walk across. And she said, do you want a Brighton bracelet? That was her opening line. That was her opening hook. Now, I think of the world in an advertising way, in a marketing kind of way. So that would be like the headline of her ad. It's just funny because you know we talk a lot on the show about context and about cold marketing and warm marketing and warming people up and great headlines and opening hooks and things that draw your target buyer in and your magnets that bring people in, but also turn around the wrong people. So she was talking to me and she said, do you want this Brighton bracelet? Now, full disclosure, I don't know what a Brighton bracelet is. I don't know if it's a thing or a name brand. I had to look it up later. My wife told me something about it, but it wasn't like, you know, do you want a, a Rolex or whatever, like on the streets in New York City? So um, I said, no, uh, I don't. And I was polite. And uh, she said, really? You don't want a Brighton bracelet? It's like $30 and it's still got the tag on it. And I said, no, I, no, thank you, or whatever. I was just polite, trying to wind down the conversation, glancing up at the light every two seconds to see if it had changed yet and we could walk. And I could tell that like, the people I was with, they were kind of starting to snicker. And she's like, it's it's a real bracelet. Like, you can take it. Like, try it on. Now she's trying to get me to try it on, right? So uh, let's, and then that was kind of the end. And I said, no. And she seemed to just dumbstruck that I would not take her up on this offer for her bracelet of a brand that I'm not familiar with on a night that I didn't want to buy a, a bracelet. So let's talk about marketing and advertising. Number one, I am not her target market. I don't know what she's talking about. Now, maybe since I had my beautiful wife with me, she thought I'd be in a romantic mood and I would buy my wife a bracelet off the street of uh, San Diego right outside the CVS waiting for the light to turn green. Uh, she misread me, so I was the wrong market. Her opening hook wasn't very good. It wasn't something I was looking for. I wasn't afflicted. I wasn't aware. So... I wasn't even looking for a bracelet. Now, if I had gone out that night to find a Brighton bracelet from someone on the street, she was like, I've got you. Like, this is it. This is, It's a great deal. It's still got the tag on it. It's good to go. Like, this is the thing. Then it would have been perfect. I was exactly ready to buy, right? You go from unaware to problem aware to solution aware to your solution aware to a deal, right? She would have been at the very end of that funnel on a deal. She was trying to sell to me at the unaware stage. I don't know what Brighton is. I don't know if $30 is a good price. I don't know how to verify that you're not scamming me. I'm totally unaware, right? So that's case study number one. The second story came the next day. I was walking by myself and a man I would guess would be homeless. He may not have been. Uh, he you know, just based on his demeanor and what he was wearing and his uh, level of personal hygiene, trying to be very polite. Um, I would, I would guess he didn't have a, a place to sleep and, and I, I, I empathize with the plight of somebody living on the street for sure. And he said, can I have $20? And that was it. And I just said no. And I kept walking. So let's analyze this one. This is a good one. This is straight to the point. Let's look at that from a marketing and advertising standpoint. Now it was direct. 
It was a short sales pitch. He got right to the point. He didn't offer me anything in exchange. He didn't butter me up in any way. He didn't give me any kind of context. He wasn't holding a sign that said, you know, whatever, like single dad or, you know, help feed my kids or my dog is hungry or I'm going to buy weed with it, like whatever, right? Those are my favorite signs. They're like, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to use this money to buy weed or liquor or whatever, right? I think that's great. And those people, because of their honesty, makes me want to support them. So uh, I thought this was good. This is another lesson learned from the mean streets of San Diego in the gas lamp district outside the uh, Nectar Juice Bar, right? Can I have $20? No. Uh, That was it. So uh, marketing lesson, this would be like sending somebody directly to the sale, kind of like the previous example of, do you want my Brighton bracelet? This guy was just more direct. He wanted 20 bucks uh, and that was it. Now imagine that as a, as a Facebook ad or like a marketing campaign, uh, you know, can like, it'd be like putting up a PayPal link that said, Hey, can you donate $20 to me? Like on a Facebook ad, right? No context. Why? What are you going to do with it? Are you in need? Who are you? What, why would I do that? Who do you think I am to do that? What do you know about people like me that would make me think that that, you know, is a good idea, right? Like there's all this stuff that was missing. So that's more kind of a funny example because it got all the things wrong from a marketing and advertising perspective. Uh, the next one, the last story I've got to share with you, this guy, this guy got almost everything right. He stopped me on my tracks with a great opening question. He had a great hook and a great story. And I will tell you that next. This last story comes from a dinner I had with my friend Anthony. Uh, Anthony and his wife Nicole are lovely people and some of our best friends out here in Colorado Springs. And he was out in San Diego as well. We had dinner and we walked out of the restaurant and I heard from afar a guy say something nice about my shoes. Now, if you follow me on social media, I typically wear red shoes anywhere I go, especially at an event or somewhere. I just, I like them. I, I, red's my favorite color. It's Red Anchor Marketing, name of my agency. I wear, I've got a red watch and red shoes and a red, I used to have a red car and red everything, red microphone, red Nespresso machine, red, 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 red. Got it? Okay. Anyway, so he said something like, cool guys wear Nikes, or he might've said something like, players wear Nikes or something like that, right? Like <laughs> some, something good about people that wear Nikes. And it picked me up and I realized, I think he's talking to me. So I turned around and he walked up, really friendly guy, smiling from ear to ear, very friendly. So let's talk about that for a second. Pause right there. It's like this guy had read Influence by Robert Cialdini. He gave me a compliment and he stopped me in my tracks. And it was about my appearance and it was a great opening line compared to, can I have $20? Or do you want to buy a Brighton bracelet with a tag on it? It's only 30 bucks. Come on. He said something nice about me. It wasn't even a question. It was just a statement. Hey, cool guys wear Nikes or whatever it was. I forget the exact statement. And so now you're feeling kind of good about yourself, right? A little confident. Even though, I mean, you can't control it. Yes, it was a guy on the street outside of a restaurant in a busy part of this area when 7,000 digital marketers are in town, right? But it still made me feel good for like half a second. Then he walked up and he had a stack of CDs in his hand. And he gave me one. And he gave one to Anthony. So now... Robert Cialdini, the law of reciprocity. Now he's given us something. So first a compliment, then he gave us something. Now I'm holding something. And then the natural thing is to give him something back, which he wanted me to give him money back, but I ended up giving him the CD back. Oh, that's the end of the story. Here's the punchline. Uh, but he gave me the CD and he had a really quick pitch. And I forget exactly what it was, but he had rehearsed it. He had said it thousands and thousands of times. Some, I'm assuming there was music on the CD that he gave me. And he said it's something about helping inner city kids or challenge youth or juveniles or something like that stay out of trouble by making music. And then how much could I support or how much, you know, how many kids do I want to help? Something like that, right? So it's a great pitch. I forget the verbatim, but it was succinct. It was to the point. It gave me the context and it didn't, it wasn't like, 
hey, do you like bracelets? Or, hey, can I have $20? But like, hey, here's what I'm doing. I'm a little bit mission-minded here. And guys, it obviously could have been a total scam. You may be rolling your eyes right now. Oh, that's classic. Those guys are scam artists. Maybe. That's not the point. Uh, My point is he had a really good market and advertising approach to getting my attention. So, and then he had an assumptive close. Like, well, how much are you going to give? Like, this is a good, we all agree this is a good deal. What are you thinking? 10 bucks, 20 bucks. He didn't throw a number, but he said, how much are you going to, how many kids are you going to support? Something like that. And I was laughing and kind of smiling because he was so friendly and had this over-the-top personality. And Anthony was laughing. Now, come to find out, Anthony had seen this guy before on the same block trying to sell CDs. And I told my wife the story before I hit record. And she's like, yeah, I saw that guy too. He was around, you know, selling CDs downtown. And uh, what was really funny though, is I said, I can't support you. I don't have any cash on me, which typically isn't true, but that's what I told him. It usually works. I haven't been downtown in a long time, I guess. And he started laughing and he said, man, Cash is in the past, and he pulled out his phone with a square reader attached to it. This guy was ready for me to give him my credit card, which I would never do, just met this guy, but give him my credit card to be swiped to make a donation to buy some CDs or these mixtapes from these kids. Isn't that great? So I started dying laughing. I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's got the objection handling, the reciprocity, the compliments, the succinct pitch, tugging at the heartstrings. This is all about the kids. And then I also take credit cards. What? It, what's up? And man, it was so, so funny. So uh, that was a, a great example of a great marketing tactic that we can use in our marketing. Now, a lot of you, if you've heard me teach ads before, I'd write a lot of my ads with an opening hook that's a yes question. As people are scrolling through their newsfeed, I want them to see something. So my main one that comes to mind first is when I'm running ads for my funnel book, the one-hour funnel book at onehourfunnelbook.com, the ad says, want to build funnels faster, right? And that ad goes to people that have hit my funnel websites. They're aware of my funnel marketing. Maybe they're they're interested in Russell Brunson or click funnels or lead pages or online marketing or Ryan Dice or digital marketer want to build funnels faster or ready to build funnels faster or something like that. So like, yes, I'm ready to build. It takes forever. So now if they're saying yes to that, they start to read the next thing and then there's another structure there. So that was a great opening hook to get their attention to stop the scroll, right? So those are my lessons learned from the streets of San Diego, had a great trip, Met all my internet friends in real life, hung out with my wife for a few days, got to stay in some great hotels, got to eat at some really amazing restaurants. I had tacos for every meal, I think. And then uh, there's all these juice bars in Southern California, which is great for breakfast uh, and great for lunch as well. So super great trip, easy marketing tips learned. And hey, if you like stuff like this, I'm making an invitation to you to come to Denver to hang out with me in in Colorado at my live event, One Hour Funnel Live. The domain to get your tickets to learn more is www.onehourfunnellive.com. And if those people on the street had been to my live event, they would know exactly how to market their products and services, no matter what they are. And what I found is a lot of people get excited about the idea of building a web page or a funnel or a sales system or setting up the cart or something like that. And that's all fine and good. I do as well. But we get so much of it wrong in the beginning. We miss the market and we miss their pain points and we miss the storytelling aspect. And we go to take our product to the market. We miss the specificity. We miss adding the context of what it is, what our thing is and what it does and how it helps and who it helps and all that stuff. And that's what the event is for. It's to get really clear on exactly how to set up your business, uh, your online business. Really, if you have a brick and mortar too, this will work. It's around lead generation. It's around speaking to your target market. It's around closing more sales. And so I had some people that they have spa memberships or they have chiropractic practices. 
And we can generate leads that way with coupons and free front end offers. And then people come in and then they get a great experience. We sign up on a subscription service or they they pay in advance for treatments in advance. The strategies taught at this event, my point is it'll work whether you're online or offline. And yes, I deal a lot with the online space, but I also have lots of offline clients and these strategies are time tested, proven as well. So anyways, if you'd love to come, I'd love to have you. I'd love to host you. Uh, the website again is onehourfunnellive.com. If that doesn't work, try www.infrontofit. And I would love to see you in Denver in June. See you there.